0: Thank you for joining us for a guest episode during which we discuss the realities of a career in the performing arts with those who are fit to talk about it And if you like what we do, please leave us a review, or if you're on Spotify click that follow button Also, if you like our meaningful, helpful and accurate information and you would like to be coached by Bobby and I then Fit to Perform might be for you Yes, indeed. Find us on Instagram or on our website, fit-2.co.uk. Moving on, we have an
1: incredible guest for you today. Yes, we do. Let me tell you about our guest today, Stefan. So today's guest recently appeared in Sing Your Hearts Out for the Lads at the Chichester Festival Theatre. His previous theatre credits include Matilda, Batboy, which is an absolute banger, A Course of Disapproval and many, many others. His TV credits include Babs, Andor, True Horror and Silent Witness... All bangers. According to Spotlight, he is skilled at archery, shooting, and stage combat, so I'm not going to mess about with him today. Uh, <laughs> it's a super talented rock actor. Hey, hey, hey. This
2: is your life. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's only like a tiny fragment yeah. of that. Anytime Bobby has to do uh, an intro, it's like trying to, because your CV, you know, you've been in the industry for a little while, so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff on there. You go, well, what do I choose? Like, <laughs> like what do we what are we talk about? Archery? Let's chat about that in a second. Um, but, <laughs>
1: there's a lot of combat there. I was like, you can, you can get me at all ranges. Yeah. Like there's long distance. So I was like, yeah. I saw archery and shooting first. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can go from short distance. And I saw stage combat. I was like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm, yeah, I'm stunned t- well away.
0: It. <laughs> it's, t- it's telling that what you're you're thinking about when we have guests in is whether you could take them in a fight. Exactly. <laughs> That's 100% all that I think about. Our last guest was Alex Door, who is, you know, relatively petite female. Yeah, and Bobby's going, them, no. I wonder if I can. <laughs> no. I if I <laughs> no. good um, so before we kick off with this, uh, a little request. Uh, during the episode, we like to ask our guests uh, to try and achieve a little challenge uh, that we call liar liar and that oh, means yeah. to try and tell us a lie at some point during the next uh, however long this recording takes um uh, are you willing i'll try my best Fantastic.
2: not a great multitasker yeah.
3: <laughs> um,
0: says the actor who's been on the yeah. <laughs> um, So
2: uh, yeah it's just that if i'm focusing on one thing sometimes i'll completely forget that. i, 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 I might, mean, might forget but we'll see you will not
0: be the first guest to forget okay cool if that's happened right. uh, we do keep a tally we like to try and guess at yep. the end uh, it's, current, it's currently one all yeah, that's <sighs> confusing for we've... episode 123, isn't it? But, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but we've, we've
1: stuck on one all for such a long
0: time now. <laughs> so we'd really love it if we can guess something. But um, yeah, we've we've started like new seasons of that stuff, which is why. It, uh, phases. I like that we're doing phases. phases. Marvel. Phase. We yeah, Marvel. we've gone
2: full Marvel with it.
0: Yeah, it's the only way. Uh, so uh, let's jump back to the archery.
2: Oh, there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> I think I've been on a couple of archie things. It's just the classic, like the horse riding. Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah. I'll do it if, I'm, if someone yeah. wants me to yeah. be in Robin Hood. Yeah, I what can't. I can
0: do is I can look good holding a bone out. Yeah. That's yeah. Really <laughs> it? Actually, I think
2: I was all right when i when yeah. I've done it a couple of times, but... It's more things on there. Like the random things on Spotlight. It's just stuff that you'd like to do more of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done it once. I'd like to do that again, yeah. but sticking out on Spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Let's cool. just going with skills, not highly skilled. When it's
0: like climbing, you're like, I've been climbing. Yeah. I can, I was, I, can climb. Climb. I was pretty good at it. Like, right? And then you're like, oh no, no, this is like when there's... No, <laughs>
3: right, no okay. ropes.
0: Yeah. 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 No ropes and there's no handholds. <laughs> you're
1: filming a commercial and they're like,
0: yeah. okay, so we're taking away the safety harness. What?
1: <laughs> I'm do, all you, in. do
2: you think anyone actually ever like puts them into the database though and goes oh we only need someone who's definitely got that on there
0: i think so i think i did cover an advert once that needed somebody who could juggle right and, oh, okay yeah. and you know it had narrowed it down and i went and this was years ago i think i've told this story before but i was and they asked me i went into this room and they said now obviously you can juggle right because mm. you're here and i was like yeah and they said now we don't have juggling balls today because we, we do, we've got to bring them <laughs> Well, so
2: mime it, yeah. yeah. They're like, so <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So
0: they said, so I can, can you juggle. can you mime it? And I was like, oh, so it would be we, I'd be juggling in the actual advert, but uh, you don't have them today. And they're like, no, no, actually, you'd be miming in the actual advert as well because um, it, it's actually like CGI. So I was like, you so just it in post. I said, so why do you need someone that can juggle? Because you can't fake yeah. good. No, juggling. no. And then they literally went,
2: oh yeah, mate, we had not thought of that.
0: And I was like, you're an idiot, <laughs> like because. <laughs> It's just two circles. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but I do think. I do
1: think... <laughs> I'm juggling. I'm I'm like, I'll, I'll stick it in, in post after
0: this. And we all just <laughs> at that point started <laughs> juggling.
1: <laughs>
0: it was a surf advert. I'm like, if you remember that, it was like a guy at a festival and he oh, starts yeah, juggling yeah, yeah. something. Oh
3: yeah, this that, advert's familiar,
0: man. They they literally they were like trying to juggle and they were like, and then in the advert what will happen is like a bucket of scent will wash over you and suddenly you'll smell fantastic, but we don't have that today. So can you do it like a bucket of water is thrown over you and you'll be like hit by water and you'll be drenched. And I was like, so is it actual water or am I imagining it? And I was like, and they were like, Oh no, it's imagination. So I was like, so why don't I just imagine it? (laughs) 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 And they literally,
1: they literally went,
0: Oh, yeah. You just blew their minds
1: I was on like, so
3: many occasions. Like,
0: who came up with this day? Oh,
2: yeah. Like, what was happening? Uh, I didn't get the job. Um, they all just remind me of, um, I've not been up for one for a long time, but just Fiery Hawk, That's oh, video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to link that in this Fiery episode. Hawk. It's oh, a yeah. great video. Fiery Hawk. I showed somebody that the other day.
0: I can't remember who it was, because I was like, tell me you've seen this mm. video, and they hadn't seen it. I was like, I love watching people experience that for <laughs> yeah. the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. If they're a performer, then they're like, this is what it's like. Yeah, it's a right <laughs> passage, isn't it, no, really? <laughs> Yep, but cool. Uh, so, if you've not seen Fiery Hawk, just whack that into Google. Fiery mm-hmm. Hawk, those <laughs> guys
2: are brilliant. Yeah. Who, what was their name? What was their oh, Cardinal Burns? That did. you? Oh, that was it. Yeah. You yes. dug that out of the brain, there. Yeah, didn't yeah. You? great
0: knowledge. So, uh, back to the back to the reason. <laughs> um, uh, Rob, tell us how the story of your life starts. <clears throat> Intense. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a big question, isn't it? Um, uh, the story of my life. I grew up in South London. In Streatham, West Norwood sort of area, um, with an older sister. Um, let's start this again. How, how, <laughs> how, did, how did my life start? Yeah, I grew up in South London, um, Streatham, very sort of normal childhood. Um <laughs>
3: Let's go again. <laughs> Two, three. I really
2: love this when
0: when people say, it's like um, "Where would you begin?" Yeah. It, it's so begin? difficult, isn't it? Uh, so it's like forgive it, us,
2: yeah. And given your your sort of um, this is your a bit obituary, isn't it? Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You're like, oh god, yeah. what are How the most important summarize? things about mm. me? But also,
0: when people say I had a very very normal childhood, I yeah. feel like most people say that. But their childhoods are totally different to each other. Yeah. What is a normal childhood, really? Yeah, yeah in fact, Rob, right. what is
2: a normal childhood? Okay, yeah. so yeah. What,
0: uh, what are you describing as
2: that? I, I grew up in South London uh, with, uh, with an older sister, mum and dad, who were both in the business, but um they were both actors. Uh But when I was born, my mum was still acting, but my dad had been producing, so my dad then Uh, When my sister was born, my dad got into behind the scenes and started producing and then was producing, theatre producing for 35 years. Wow. Uh, And mum kept on going for a while. I think the last show she did was Always, which was about Edward and Mrs. Simpson, which was on at the Victoria Palace, which I, I, I vividly remember seeing because she was on, I don't know if she was flustered or something, but she was up in like this window and she completely dried.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Sorry. Yeah. So she's up and just going, I'm in the window, don't you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Something like that. But, um, yeah, so I've always sort of been around showbiz, if you want to say it like that. My mom then went to work at Spotlight and was there for 15 years working at Spotlight. So wow, wow. It's always been just part of um, my childhood. Like, dad used to drag us along my family got this classic thing. As just as you are as an actor now, you can't ever watch anything uh, as a neutral to mm. go and enjoy it. You can't yeah. do it. And that's sort of been embedded in me since I was, since I can remember going to theater. My dad used to produce this um, murder mystery season at um, Croydon at the Ashcroft. Oh, yeah. And they did like four different um, Agatha Christie's over five, six weeks, or whatever and we used to go along to that and I'd be dragged along. And initially it was really not for me and, Oh, we're seeing this again. And then I started to love it. And I'd still actually really love to do a, a murder mystery.
3: Yeah. One of those
2: Ooh. classics. Um, and then and then there were none. That's still by far my favorite. I'd love like to wow. do that. Um, so, yeah. But normal, just went primary school, loved primary school. Uh, and then when I got to secondary school, I went to like the best secondary school in the area. But it was a technology college. So I was the only person from my class to get in. Uh, and I was, I must've been there for a few months and then I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they, they cut music. They had no drama Oh, creatively. It was just, um, I don't want to say numbing, but it just wasn't for me. And I was like, All right, I've got to do another f- five years or here, or whatever. but and, and wow. I was, I was okay academically. So yeah, I did my GCSEs there, but then the second I got a chance, my sister had gone to the Brit school, which was only down the road from where we lived. So yeah. She went and did dance there and loved it. Um, So I got to the end of my GCSEs, uh, which I didn't, I did okay at, but I just didn't want to spend another few years in a a classroom. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I just bit the bullet and thought, okay, let's go along to Brit the open evening, went along and sort of noticed that there wasn't a lot of lads there. Um, And actually backtracking a bit, I started doing like little summer schools where you do Greece or Annie or that, um, when I was about twelve, thirteen. Um, and I went along and it was just a good laugh, but more than anything, it was just because there was barely any lads and loads of girls. Yeah. Like, this is like great, getting all this attention and, and doing performing where in South London in Streatham, it's not, you know, it's not co- it's not a cool thing to do. Mm, yeah. But then you go to this other land and you can you yeah. know, be be knicky and 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 have all this sort of, I think it probably was an attention thing. Um, I love this so yeah. much. It's, it's so. Is this a common thing? <laughs> is it's, it? like, it's like a yeah. secret, right? The, it's a the, secret. Yeah, yeah. That's why we love it, because there's secret. loads of girls. And you yeah. never,
0: you never like, that was like never passed on, because then other people might catch on. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: oh, yeah you don't talk about it. And when oh, you're
0: no, around, I everyone's like, guys, that's a, that, this is genius. Yeah. <laughs> like, for for guys that hate it, like, you didn't have access to those people no, otherwise because no. you couldn't just hang out with them, especially it depends on the culture at your school or whatever it might be. And they are like, so suddenly when you're in this, <laughs> this club or, or cast of doing whatever,
2: then you're like, yay, there's these people around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not going to take the mickey. I, I dabbled a tiny bit. I went, because my sister went to a uh, dance school and I went along and did like a term of, um, of ballet when I was still in primary school. And I remember I, I think I let it slip or someone found out and I got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And I did that term and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So then I went and played rugby instead, like, you know. Yeah. That's that's, that's. but no, I went to Brit um and had the, like the best best two years of my life. Brit school I was there uh the days of like um K.T.B. was my year. Jesse J was year above. Adele was year above. Like a really golden time. Yeah. But more than anything, it was going from a technology college, where oh let's go, man, let's go, you know, doing performing, people saying that, to then anyone could be who they wanted to be and no no judgment. And it's literally my secondary school to Brit school. is probably about not even two miles away. Wow! But the yeah. just the mentality and the vibe of Brit. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. So I did Brit. I did musical theatre at Brit, uh, but then still didn't really know what I wanted to do. I wasn't really clued up on vocationals. Uh, But my mum went to Arts Ed and my dad went to Guildford. So they were the only two I auditioned for. Um, Got into both of those and uh, only went to Arts because I could commute, because I had little mopeds and I could stay at home. So (laughs) I could save mum and dad whatever, seven grand a year on rent. Um, But I got a Dada for both. And there was one thing, you went to GSA. No, no,
0: I didn't. I did, I got in and got the, the award, and yeah. then uh, annoyingly for the person in the course at the time, I, I went somewhere else. I say that like it's really arrogant, like the person, but they were actually annoyed. Oh, yeah, messages. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember at GSA. <laughs> like, it was like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah we've offered
2: you. and Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah they,
0: they, they, they can't say that anymore. But at the time, they were like, <laughs> they used to just, like Matthew were really horrible to be on the phone at the time. Obviously, they wouldn't do that, but.
2: No, oh dear, controversial,
3: isn't it? Uh, <laughs> but at GSA, I
2: remember, I remember, I had like a voice appraisal and on the on the recall or something. You had to do a, a Shakespeare sonnet, um, and I did my sonnet, I can't remember what it was, but then the voice lady said something like, "Do you realise you said uh, you said issue instead of issue?" I was like, I've, no, "I wasn't aware of that." Yeah. And then she asked, she asked me where I was from. I was like, "I'm from South London," and she was like, "Ah, okay." So that was like, I know everyone, everyone has their different experiences of like these these auditions, but I remember being like, you're, you're telling me I can't talk properly. And then I went to the next room and they offered me a dada. Yeah. But, um,
0: but I didn't realise it was an issue. Yeah, exactly.
2: I'll keep on saying issue. but um, So I went to arts uh, and then had another three amazing years, but sort of just still just kind of not blagging it, but just rolling with it and see how it went. Um, I've just been actually. I've just been. I've just seen an old friend who I was at arts with, who I've just had the best hour and a half of my life with. He's given me a sports massage. No, a uh, just a a deep tissue massage. Ryan Gover. If anyone's up for needs a good pummeling, Ryan just (laughs) Ryan just sorted me out. There we go. uh, (laughs) uh, We were talking about. What were we just saying then? What was I just saying?
0: Uh, Going through drama school and like kind of feeling like you were blagging it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was – someone said to me at Brit, and sort of at secondary school as well, I got told, you don't want to do that as a career. And I sort of felt a bit like, no, well, fuck you, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then at Brit, I got um, someone a, – a teacher said that I wouldn't get into arts because my dance wasn't strong enough. But the reason I wanted to go to arts was to have as many strings as my bow because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I thought, instead of going to do the acting course, why not go on a course where you can – Sing, dance, and act. Yeah, and learn the uh, one I'm not good at. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I got in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and screw then, that teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and then arts was wicked. We had an amazing year, and we were a bit of a guinea pig year where we got um, new the the course got mixed around music department and the acting department all got mixed up. So we we um, here yeah, a bit of like a trial, but we had a yeah had a great time. Yeah. And then showcase agent.
0: Jobs. Here, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Doesn't it feel like from that moment, like when that feels like both yesterday and a different life?
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it
0: does for me anyway. And and you know, you go, what have I learned since that moment? And the answer is so much. You're like, I know so much more. But at the same time, do you still feel like you're the same person or do you feel like you're I'm
2: still 15 in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm married with two kids and a mortgage yeah. and i yeah. <laughs> I still feel like I'm at 15
3: hours,
0: <laughs> Isn't it, you know, maybe that's, uh, that's the thing that, uh, this is such a cliche perhaps, but like that performers have, right? That we can retain that that sense of play about life mm-hmm. and, and that allows you to create some things. So, or where do you think that sense of uh, play comes from for you?
2: That's a really good question. Um, expression, really. Yeah. Like that that outlet for expression. I feel like I'm not not at secondary school well when I was at secondary school that's when I went and did rugby and that was a big um just letting off energy letting yeah. off mm. steam um and then to sort of hone that into performing to know that because like I started I, what well, I, apart from like loads of girls at the drama club it was that getting that buzz you know off of live performing and and the the sort of nervousness, and then the pressure, and then you're doing it, and you've done it, and it's yeah, that's well, that's sort of why I've sort of followed this line because you get a, you get a kick out of it. Um, well, no, that's a good question. Hmm. Put you on the spot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what, what, Bobby, what do you think it is? Oh, no, you put me on the spot.
2: Uh, Ask it again and see if my brain
3: refreshes. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think? Let me perhaps reframe it. I suppose. What, what do you think uh, is the spark for that creativity in you, or, or why? Why do you think that we, we have a or you have a a need to perform, or do you?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Esca- escapism. Yeah. I like that. I really um i enjoy or like my my ideal jobs are are trying to play things that are as far away from me as possible yeah to go and explore that world um and to create something that is maybe within you somewhere but you can portray truthfully and and yeah because obviously
0: Batboy boy springs to mind with that right of being hopefully rather far away from uh, you as, a person. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know there's uh, I remember you doing that at the time. I actually missed it, but um like uh, images coming out the the show images, and actually you sent some over for this that will pop, yeah. pop on social media uh you know they're so striking, it's such a a notable character. You know, you had a completely shaved head and, and the ears and, mm. and fangs, et the fangs. the fangs. The fangs. Like, yeah, what cool. a cool, like, just as a the 15-year-old you, mm. there must have been, like, that 15-year-old going, this is awesome. <laughs> and at the same time, then you as a professional getting to go, I get to build this as a, as a real truthful character. Like, what was that
2: like? Well, Batboy was my, and is, is my dream role. That's actually, I was 15 about the time that I saw it when it was at the Shaftesbury. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up seeing it loads. Me and my mum, I think, went along like four times. Um, and I just I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the wacky, off the wall. I fell in love with Devin May's performance. Mm. It was just, he's there belting his tits off, doing chin-ups, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rolling around. And, and and sort of the extremity of it, but also the truth and the, the message behind it all like and it's something that I sort of take with me and try to in in any job is the commitment no matter how wacky or off the wall the part is if you commit to it people will believe you Mm. yeah um yeah so that production was actually it was just before I started Brit and I was still a bit like I don't know if I want to do this but because I went back to see it I think it was four times went to stage door got everyone to sign a program and I just subconsciously went that's that's what I want to do and wow. and that part um so that's always I knew the show back to front before I like I got the CD and that was it I was yeah. off and because it was quite um a wacky a wacky part but like um a, a a lovable part as well like that that and and actually I think the thing that I really related to it is that my journey up until Brit school was wanting to do something that was being an outsider. So and Bat Boy is all about that that person who you look at and be like, ooh, or is not part of your like general society. And I feel like I did feel like I think maybe a lot of performers feel like this, that a bit of a misfit. You know, I'm growing up in South London. I want to do performing that everyone else says is not cool.
3: Mm.
2: But obviously my family and my my background is something that I generated a passion for. But when it came up, um, I think my agent at the time was like, oh, there's this gig at the Southwark. Obviously, it's um, Fringe. You'd have to shave your head for it. Uh, Bat Boy the Musical, like, would you be interested? And I was just like, this is my part. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've got to do this. So um, uh, when I went in for it, the Paul Taylor Mills, Luke Fredericks, Burton cast it, and it was like all or nothing. I had to get it. Um I didn't know who else was up for it or who else would be interested, and in, and also who else who knew it, like who else would would love to do it, uh, because it's a very culty show. Yeah. Um, but then it happened. It was like m- meant to be. But then yeah. that part, creating that part, um, with an amazing cast as well: Lauren Ward, Matt White, Georgie Hagen, Ooh. Lolan Fredericks, bless him. Um. Yeah, I'd literally that's the best one of the best jobs I've ever done, and so approaching that because obviously you're going to be wearing very
0: little on stage. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. It's a loincloth for about half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the full Joseph experience,
0: isn't yeah. it? No. Yeah. Uh, like w- was that a concern for you at the time? Were you were you like, "Oh, I am going to be b- naked. I'm going to have to work for this or or yeah. what what was the mindset going into that?"
2: Um I think I was about my sort of weight I am now, when I got it about 14 stone, not in like amazing shape, but I just ended up eating fish and nuts. I ate sushi and nuts. Wow. Uh, and by the end of it, I nearly lost two stone of that. And it was only a short run, but throughout rehearsals, because mm. it's such a physical part,
3: mm.
2: I was just in the rehearsal room trying to do as much physical stuff. And the show itself was so physical. Yeah. Uh, that weight sort of fell off me. But I wasn't... and no, I didn't really... I didn't really think about being naked. And there's a few times, there's one, I'm quite flexible and there's one bit where I was literally on my back with my legs over my head and someone sat there on the front row, getting, <laughs>
3: getting their money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but no,
2: the, no, no, I didn't sort of, um, I didn't really think about having to get my kit off, which actually is something growing up, cause I was a bit chubby growing up that I would have, I would have never thought I'd be up for, but.
0: That's so refreshing. Mm. I feel like, you know, a, a lot of performers, I don't want to say most because who's done that research, um, you know, so are, are quite self-conscious in that that sense. And then, you know, we speak quite a lot about that idea that people have to be ripped to be on stage. So mm. to hear that that wasn't a conscious choice of yours to go, oh, I'm, I need to lose weight for this or, or whatever it might be. Mm. That it was like, how can I do this role to the best of my ability and the outcome is whatever it might be that's fascinating I yeah just, I mean I've,
2: I've noticed such a difference on especially social media isn't it like you see all these people in amazing shape in these shows and I think subconsciously it does affect people um but I'm uh, I'm about to film something over the summer and the breakdown is skinny I mean it doesn't have to be but the guy the real real life person was skinny and then I was talking to someone I was like okay I want to shift a bit of weight for this part um but then it's the the piece is set around the 70s and 80s and they were like yeah but you know men then they didn't look they didn't look like they went to the gym every day they just look like normal everyday men yeah. even if they're skinny you don't have to be ripped yeah um it is a funny one i remember going because my one of my sidelines is doing like the set building behind um crew work backstage stuff and i remember going to i was working a bit at art said this is a few years ago now but when I went to Arts and was helping out there, I remember seeing the lads and they're all absolutely stacked. And I, I was like, whoa, what's happened here? Like, obviously it's great that people are in good shape, but everyone looked almost too big. And I'm I mean, each their own, but I always think that if you can look normal in a shirt, mm. that's that's cool. But anything bigger than that is then gonna restrict you the other way. Saying yeah. that, I did get absolutely tanked for our showcase and then <laughs> complete hypocrite But like when we did our showcase i was in great shape and ended up getting loads of agent interest from the showcase so i mean and it's
0: it's tricky isn't it because you it, it's cause and effect we, we don't know whether it's it's the you know performers are creating this uh, this thing a dearth of talent that are in that uh, let's go with ridiculous shape as the, the some of the the phrasing. You know, very 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 good shape. Perhaps is a better way of putting it. Uh, and so casting directors have have choices to to choose from that that might be in better physical shape than others. And I don't know—is that an indicator? They're misperceiving that as an indicator of health or, or whatever it might Ooh, be. Yeah. Or, or is it simply that? In today's day and age, they know that if that person is posting topless pictures themselves on Instagram, mm. more people will come and watch the show, mm. and that's really what they care about. Part of me wonders if that's the truth.
2: Is it, yeah, and then it's just going to get even more and more ramped up, like
0: exactly. And we
2: all look like superheroes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we mentioned this the other day. We? we won't mention the the show on this <laughs> podcast, but uh, that there's a a show that has a scene that has the the lead guy that is. Completely unnecessarily topless in it for no oh, yeah. reason. It's just a baffling direction. Beyond <laughs> as he, <the laughs> lo- he lost his shirt, <laughs> Is, yeah, is he, he looking around, like, oh, it? he's he, no. okay. They've just set this, and he's topless for no other reason than they have. You've just worked out what I'm on. Yeah, I'll tell you after. have <laughs> <we're> like
2: <laughs> a in a front row that they go, oh, that this person
0: has fans, and they knew that it was going to be a, a person of that was well known when they when it was first directed, and they've you know. That it's there because people are going to enjoy that moment by seeing that person topless. You know like, that is not a creative decision. That I'm like, <laughs> no,
1: it,
2: <laughs> makes, um,
0: it, it makes, makes me hard.
1: quite sad. Really, like, yeah, it feels weird that well, something like that is driving the creative process. Yes. like that that kind of factors in so heavily. You go, well, at that point, we're not really creating anything, are we? We're just. Taking boxes too yeah we're just taking boxes' it was just marketing essentially Satisfying it's not, we're not fans. actually it's not really about you. It's <laughs> it's not all like... about those thirsty super
0: fans. <laughs> <laughs> but they will come back and see the show a hundred times so it's tricky if you're a business person I do understand going uh, well what's gonna make me money what's going to keep this show alive and if we make certain sacrifices then my show will be more successful mm. uh, and it'll be maybe 80 percent as good then it's a difficult you know line to to tread isn't it that you, you kind of understand the idea, but it is also messed up. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I took that
2: down a really miserable path. <laughs> no, no. But, but, yeah. It's, 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 the industry is, I mean, not that, 13 years we've been doing it, haven't we? Something like that? Yeah, bang on, yeah. Um, that's scary. It's, but it's changed a lot. Yeah. And I think social media is the one that's just going to keep ramping that up. Wow. The, the, yeah.
0: We should take the first time we met, I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. Um, I had done... Is- Joseph with uh, Callum Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Oh yeah, where's he Callum gone? Fitzgerald. I actually saw him the other day. Yeah. That's a whole other um, <laughs> thing. I I, I was, I was in a costa no, no, in a pret, and I walked to the back, and he was like, "Hey," <laughs> I was like, "I haven't seen you for like nine years. Like, where have you <laughs> yeah, been? Where's he gone?" And, um, but anyway, I, I, um, I just done Joseph with him, and then we were auditioning for Miss Saigon, wasn't it? Yeah. It was then, and we were going through this process, and I can't remember how far in the. Process. It was pretty far in this thing. And then afterwards, we were like,
2: It was the final, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah. That was it. Yeah. And we're had... like, Should go and get some food. <laughs> yeah. It was so. Yeah. <laughs> we like, a coffee, didn't we? Yeah. God, let's, let's go grab a coffee. We've done uh, seven rounds of this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Still going. <laughs> it does get like that, though. I think when you get to the final of like a long process of a show and you're just, yeah, yeah. there's a group of you there and you're like, oh. We've all gone through this traumatic experience. Yeah. Like and it is traumatic, I think, when you're doing that kind of length of also, audition process. Like
0: what was nice that like to meet somebody that you felt like like was genuine enough for you to hang out with immediately afterwards yeah. and be like, Hey, great. And I feel like I don't really experience that, that much anymore. Mm. I feel like people are so it's almost like a competition now. in in, in my experience. I feel like right. there's 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 an element of, of it being like, What are you what are you in
1: oh, for? Oh,
2: you're here.
0: Oh yeah,
1: there's 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 definitely that kind of like attitude of like people are like in those kind of audition rooms, kind of trying to show off or trying to like assert their dominance. Yeah. Oh no. It's way. like they're pissing in a corner, like going, "This is my really? job." <laughs> I claim <haven't laughs> this musical. job with my
0: urine. I mean, like, so I've not been in for a musical for a long time.
2: Was Matilda the last?
0: Or well, the last yeah. one you did?
2: Was that? Is that true? Uh, that's that's the last musical I did. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing I. I uh, m- last musical I auditioned for, yeah, because wow. obviously you
0: did the film as well, right?
2: Yeah, a little bit in the film, which is lovely. It, that
0: was where did you pop up? Remind me, because
2: I'm in the opening of Miracle.
0: Yes, because yeah. uh, we we're at the premiere, like or, or the oh, premiere yeah. they yeah. did for for people that had been in it. We we're yeah. both like, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these sort of things. It <laughs> was yeah. so awkward. Yeah. I, it's so uncomfortable. I don't know how celebrities do it, but you're there, like,
2: cool. This is no, but it's nice to see a, a friendly face, and you're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. we're, oh, we're all uncomfortable here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's people, the people that are really good at it, that, that are there like, yeah. hey, like hey, how are you? And you're like, you don't, you, you've
2: never liked me. Like, what
0: is this? I <laughs> well, don't, just go and watch the film. Like, yeah,
2: I've never been good at, I've never been good at networking. I no. think I'm actually quite, actually quite shy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's my sort of nightmare. I know a lot of people do really well of out of get in the face about and sometimes yes. I feel like do I need to be seen at like more like just at the theater and then go but that's not me. That's yeah. not that's not how I work. But then sometimes again you feel out of sight out of mind like it's good to go along to these things. And I went to, I went along to the 10th anniversary Matilda which was yeah. a really nice experience as well seeing that. Lot.
0: Oh man. Yeah. So, great show. You so said you played Mr. Wormwood in that? Uh in town yeah. while I was in it, on tour. Like yeah. what a role first of all. Yeah. Mm. now That is it's it's one of those ones I think is hugely underrated how physically demanding that role is. Mm. Because you look at it and go, well, it's got no stunts in it. We're not doing anything, you know, balmy, but everything you do is at max yeah. energy the entire time. Now, yeah. And physically, you know, almost contorting yourself for the entire <laughs> sure. show. How the hell do you sustain that for a year? Or how long were you in it? A year. Yeah, I did a year, yeah. A year
2: without burning out and or injuring yourself? I went through cycles. Like, yeah, you hit it at a hundred miles an hour mm. and you've got to be in that place for those characters. They've got to be so extreme for the balance of the show. Um and so I went full, full force. And then after I think about five weeks, my body went, What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And vocally. And then I remember speaking to the comedy manager at the time. Um, and he was like, yeah, everyone normally burns out about five weeks. Then they mm. come back and get their their um their stamina back. But it's uh it's a tough, it's a tough gig. I mean, an absolute another, another dream role, really physical, which is what I like, I like to do these extreme physical parts. Um But yeah, I mean, I don't know what the what the trick is to doing it, but after a year of it, I was like, yeah, my body wants to have enough. I added a sort of stunt in it. In um the book tear. Yeah. I did I was doing some tears and knee stuff and biting it and then I threw it to the floor and did the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> which I quite, are quite yes. like. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Oh. But after, after doing that for nine months, you're like, oh, my body is absolutely <laughs> wrecked <laughs> for jumping on that, that stage as well. Yeah. Absolutely solid stage. Yeah, with like edges in all the time. corners. Yeah, <laughs> I actually whacked my finger one night and it went ice cold. Oh, no. So oh. I went, And they, they loved me for that, having phys ed on that. Yeah, pill. you're
0: like, I have I ed. Phys ed. <laughs> phys ed. <laughs> <laughs> L- literally, like, that. that is such a weird... Secrets, I really love that you put enough people's elbow, which is a gag for the, for the mums and dads, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. are like, ha-ha, he's like dropped on the book. And the adults are like, ah! <laughs> there <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's the wrong, it's the wrong. Oh, I'm so invested in that. I'm gutted I never got to see you do no, uh, it. Is, it is crazy. I think as it was described to me by uh, by Nick, he was saying he's permanently at the point of having a heart attack. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's like, the the highest possible stress mm.
2: on one to ten
0: yeah if you're gonna do, do levels he's at ten then, yeah the whole time yeah. okay this is harder than I thought it yeah. was gonna be and yeah draining you know I understudied so I, I did it uh, for a couple of weeks at a time mm. and that was brutal and vocally insane I know you mentioned that briefly but was that something that just kind of settled for you as you went through or was it like
2: I tried to find a placement for my nose. Like, yeah, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. I kind of went, yeah a bit spivvy. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> and, and that saved me. Mm. And then after a while, I think by the end of it, my larynx was in such a weird place. By the And then I remember a couple of weeks after, because I went straight into doing a play, which was really shouty after that. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But it was completely different. It was like football hooligan shouting, which is like an open sound. And I went from this tight up there, you know. And then... My voice was wrecked after, yeah, after doing whoa, 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 that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's my footboy again. <laughs>
0: we'll pay you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so on. Again, though, no, that
2: that job, yeah, it's a magic show. That
0: yeah, it, it one of those. And it probably said this before on here, but it's one of those that when you've been in it for that long. For me, anyway, I still. You know, in the last show, you still hear stuff you didn't hear previously, and it still resonates with me in a different way. Now, when, when I hear a song, I go, I'd never noticed that before. And it's not that I wasn't paying attention. You're like, well, I'm paying attention at the time. It's just, like, I think it's so beautifully written. that It's uh, it's one of those it's quite nice to be in for a period of time and get some time to, to keep doing. They have been in some classics as well. You did crack out the old EastEnders. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: Have you been in EastEnders? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the thing that, <laughs> yes. The, yeah. Correct. The thing with, that taxi drivers want to hear, right? That's yeah, the one yeah. like Anything or, I'd know yeah, anything of? I'd when know. I was in EastEnders. At, at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done then? Um, yeah, with the, probably the best name I've played, Aubrey Charles. Oh, great Aubrey name. Charles. Which is like two first 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 names. What? Didn't you like Aubrey and Charles? Didn't you return? No, I had... Um, Little Mo, no, not Little Mo, Old Mo, being like, oh yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back as a regular estate agent. I was like, oh, I <laughs> <laughs> no, that, was, that was cool. That was when Alfie. Old Mo. That's old, Is it Old Mo? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gary Almond, is it Mo. <laughs> just
0: yeah, Mo? Just, Mo and Little Mo. Old Mo. Mo. <laughs> old Mo. Big. If you've got Little Mo, then it should Big be Mo. Big Mo, shouldn't it? Big Mo. Big Mo. Elmo. <laughs> it's all that one. Hell, who knows it's Gary Oldman's sister though isn't yeah. it? is it it is yeah, yeah. she's kind of fantastic at, Like, she's brilliant do you know what? with with soaps like that people don't really realise the the turnaround time
2: oh mate yeah and I did almost I did uh, two I did two episodes with I think it was four or five scenes we filmed it all in an hour and a half not this even is, that this is not the even, thing yeah. and people go
0: you know you might watch an episode of a soap that's not the best acting that that person's ever done in their life yeah I'm coming. I've I've been in one as well, so I'm not coming from a place of of judgment. And you go, yeah, that's because you had you were sent this many episodes in advance for this block of things. You had them all, and it was filmed like one take, maybe two, from a different angle. Mm. And and you go, I only learnt these this morning because you changed the sides while I was having my makeup done. Mm. So now you're there with your pink sides, going uh, okay. Mm. You barely remember them. And then you go, Oh, it's saying that my brother's dead and I have and I, <laughs> yeah. had a traumatic episode. That's <laughs> new information. You know? yeah. And you're like, That, well, that changes things. That wasn't in the rewrite I had before. <laughs> so then you're there going, I think my brother, is it my brother that's dead? Right. And you go, yeah. Well, of course you're not doing your absolute finest work. So that's what, when you see soap actors manage to do a good job. You're like, oh, yeah. That person Ooh. is brilliant. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Like,
2: give them six weeks of rehearsal on a play. You're mm. like, yeah, yeah, no rehearsal. There might be – well, EastEnders is a three-camera setup. when yeah. when I was there. Uh, but they're more concerned about the lighting than what you're doing. Yeah. I did my stuff with uh, Shane Ritchie, yeah. and bless him, he was on a really busy period where he'd been working like six days a week. You know, they have these spells of doing big storylines, and then they give him a little break. Yeah. Um, and I I'm speaking to him, meeting him, uh, and he was like, I'm not quite up to speed on this scene today, so you just do your stuff and I'll just come in and you know like he's like i oh, cat, 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 cat. you know he's got that sort of <laughs> yeah. characterization with, yeah. with when he played Alfie. So he desperately and, and there's me going um uh, yeah uh, no Mr Moon we don't like trying to work around it. He was just like you plow through and I'll just this I think it was like a four or five page scene which is long in TV, right like <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's and long. I'm chasing him around the square like oh Mr Moon and then <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Funny games. I love that stuff
0: when you when you hear like what is actually yeah uh, like other you know, person like this character does this yes he because he's got no idea what he's saying.
2: <laughs> he's lovely. I, I've, I've met him a few times. Shane. he's lovely. I,
0: I did a soap in Wales, which is different, but it's still public um, oh, home. Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Uh, BBC, same same thing, and um, in Welsh. Yeah, yeah. And this, there was a guy who'd been on this show for for twenty five years, and he never said the lines written. He he literally was like my character wouldn't say that, <laughs>
3: uh, and he'd I, be like, see, oh, I definitely wouldn't
0: say it like that. So he'd be doing a scene with him, and he'd be like, "No," clue. and they loved it. They were like, "What well, he comes up with is genius," but, but everyone else is like, "What? Where's this scene going to go? Well, you're making my love a nightmare. Oh, well, where's like, my cue?
2: Right, like, you're yeah, like you
0: like so you couldn't like you'd learn your lines in case he said what was on there, but if not, you'd just be like, "Okay, I'm kind of improving this." Mm. And for me, it was one of my first jobs. You're like, oh, is this what it is? And in every other scene, you're like, nope. <laughs> no, just that guy. That's not <laughs> yeah. the vibe. Yeah, uh, and you're <laughs> you're
2: just guesting, so you just better go with it. Yeah, oh yeah. my
0: God. I was there. I was really like, I was there for about a year in, in overall, but in, oh, really? in chunks. So I was there for like four months and I was off for two months and I had like two, mo- like that kind of vibe. Yeah. But I was I was there for a long time. But <laughs> I still, I just never really... Felt that comfortable, yeah. not not that they didn't make me feel comfortable. Mm. I think the the I'd always just done live performance, and then suddenly switching to TV when it's like, chill out for seven hours, we'll come and get you, yeah. and then you'll you'll do st- you'll work your ass off for three hours and do seven scenes mm. once, and you're mm. like, did was it good? What, what
2: just happens? Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you you might watch it, and you're like, no, it wasn't good. <laughs> Mm.
2: good yes that's not going on the show real cool yeah I <laughs> <Yeah>. love <laughs> the excuse of oh, this in Welsh yeah. so it's like
0: oh, nice. oh no I can't, I can't possibly it's a it. classic though public on it is but my character was like a, a sort of motorbike riding drug dealing yes but it was wicked yeah. like, T- typecast you know, like, yeah exactly well you can't say that because he ended up <laughs> he ended up g- grooming one of the like younger go- it was like this unreal storyline of tackling this really horrible issue but like grooming the the girl that used to be his girlfriend's like younger sister and you never really knew if it was like what you thought it was or not Uh, they didn't say that it was but it was kind of close you know ended the end and culminated with an entire episode with just like three of us in it which was like the hardest i've ever worked because that filming was insane for like four weeks because it's like 23 minutes of of you Mm. Uh, and I got beaten the shit out of it at the end of it by two blokes, which was great fun to film because one of them had never done stage combat and he basically beat me up. Oh yeah, I've been there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been kneading the ribs before. It <sighs> yeah. was massive as well. And then, you know, like starts off with like, you being like grabbed and shoved into a, a wall or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, this you're actually just slamming me into a wall." Like
2: yeah. no acting involved.
0: Yeah, either. like cool. <laughs> We're like, right, <laughs> fine. And then they just <laughs> died and we was <laughs> This is
2: happening. Yeah, you're
0: like, right, <laughs> we're doing this once, yeah, at the end. Like <laughs> yeah. we'll do a one-take for this. So how come you
2: got kneed in the ribs? What was that? That was actually it wasn't it wasn't the well, it sort of was the, the actor just got a bit carried away and it was right at the start of uh, of a of a tour and I did it was this scene where two convicts come in on again in loincloths. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a theme here. <laughs> i was i was fully shackled and we had this really um quite complex scene and there's just there was just a couple of knees and one day he just went full full force right into my ribs and it wasn't right for the rest of like the six week run <laughs> and i had to do this fight full out every show um just going like please please go uh, no. yeah. yeah once it happens once as
0: well mm-hmm. like that
3: uh,
2: you can't even take a small
0: contact on it cuz it's like agony yeah. oh man no thanks no
2: so yeah my first few gigs the stage combat i've not done any of the courses whatever but i ended up like doing yeah great expectations i had I was playing a convict i did charles the wrestler and as you like it um uh, and it was something else so the first few jobs i was doing loads of fighting and i sort of started to get the taste for it and thinking oh i might go down this route in the combat stuff but then then other stuff Happen so well CV, what kind of CV? yeah yeah. <laughs> no, that's why it's <laughs> the CV. on the CV <laughs> absolute pro <laughs>
0: you, know, you don't need you don't need the qualification <laughs> do. I don't know I think they'll they're willing to teach you it aren't they for, unless it's like you know serious advanced stuff in like maybe a Marvel at series. which point is a stunty yeah. like yeah they, that's what they're there for like realistically and also they'll probably you know if you if you're hired as one of the leads in that they'll they'll teach you yeah they? so yeah no no, <laughs> no, we don't know. Mm. There There'll be someone listening to this that will be raging at yeah, that. something's yeah. going to be livid. <laughs> like you must have the piece of paper
2: that says you can. Yeah, whatever the course is. Like, stage one, stage two, in and it. And like yeah, oh yeah, knife, knife and Ra- rapier is it? Rapier, uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Oh god, I loved doing that in drama school. That was so I much fun. I think we did. We had those people come in from the like the British Association Or something. You will have had no. a similar.
2: Thing. Most of my stage combat stuff has been with uh, Combat Kate. It was just brilliant. Wow. I don't know who that is. Combat Kate Waters. Oh, cool. She does loads Shout of out. stuff, yeah. Combat Kate. Combat Kate, yeah. <laughs> combat had a, Kate.
0: We had a lady come in on a show that uh, we were doing at once, and it was because Sky were involved, so they got like amazing people in. And she walked into the room, and we had to do this fight. And uh, I think I've said to you before, she she looked at me and went, you've done judo.
3: <laughs> and I well, was you like, got
0: the stance. I was like, yeah. I, I, I was just stood having a conversation. It was like, I was like, there's nothing about my, I don't believe that there's anything about it. And I was like, I hadn't told anyone. This was years ago as well. It's not like something that would have been, it's not on my CV. It's not come up in conversation with these people. And this like magic woman <laughs> walked in and was like, have done Jude. Okay, we'll use that. <laughs> I'm like, you've got the aura. Yeah, you know I was like, it's on the back of my shirt. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot that it's in there. But like, people have this insane ability to read physicality and mm. bodies uh, and move through. So maybe there's a, uh, you know, if you if you whack it on the CV, maybe people you don't need to. People will know. People yeah. just know. You'll walk into the room and they'll go, "He's, He's done, done stage done. combat." He's done. <laughs> he does rub (laughs) those now I remember during lockdown one of the things or coming out of lockdown one of the things that you were doing to to one of the other side hustles you did
2: you ended up like gardening right that was the start of lockdown yeah the start of lockdown yeah I just put a message out on Facebook a few weeks into the first lockdown saying does anyone got any work and the next minute I was gardening for like seven, eight months, yeah. And you were literally like <laughs> out of nowhere seemed to have this
0: like rather successful gardening company yeah, like bringing well, in loads of guys doing stuff.
2: Right? Yeah, well, uh, Luke Baker got in, yeah. Greg Fossard, Fossard yeah. uh, Joe Frost was doing it. Um, and then other people came in, Ollie several, um Tom Parsons, and we were just running around mowing lawns, cutting hedges for yeah. this, that first <laughs> summer, which I've got some great memories. I mean, it was complete shambles, but... We've got a WhatsApp group called Shambles and Brambles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, while everyone was obviously stuck at home, it was such a nice, really surreal time, obviously. But yeah, me and Lukey B just driving the van around Yeah, in the sun. In the, it was, when it got into the winter, it was tough, but mm. I did that. And then uh, after about eight months of that, I got in contact with Dan McKinley, oh, who yeah. used to be a performer. Uh, but now for the past six, seven years has been a, a joiner. And I've um, been working with Dan for two years doing like bespoke built in alcove cabinetry and, and lovely wow. stuff. Yeah.
0: That's, That's such a, a detailed like craft. It's so my dad got like, he's great with stuff like that. And he builds a whole bunch of stuff and he <laughs> spent like two months building this like cupboard in an, in an alcove in, in his like in the study, I suppose we'd mm. call it. It sounds fancy, but it's just uh, <laughs> the, the living room. And, um, uh, and, you know, working out the joints and making these things fantastic. And, and when you look at it, you're like, oh, that looks like a really nice cupboard that you, you've bought. But you're like, no, no, there's like hundreds of hours yeah, of work yeah. that goes into this to make this thing. Is that something that came really naturally to you or, or, or you enjoy?
2: I've always been quite handy, like with the backstage stuff uh, on tools and doing basic carpentry. But no, Dan's taught me loads of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just through practice. I quite I find the process is quite therapeutic. Yeah. Um, and it's turned out to be really nice. Yeah, side hustle.
0: There was one other thing I wanted to ask you, actually, because you said you have two kids. Mm. How do you balance (laughs) having two kids with this lifestyle? It's
2: just a not, well, it's not an ongoing juggle. Um, You've got to find your groove. I've got a few mates who've just had kids, their first kids, and that first year is like being hit by a bus. Um, You just find the groove, really. Uh, My wife's job is, uh, she works three days a week, and I work three days a week when I'm doing the carpentry, and we've got quite a good schedule now. But you've just got to find that those jobs with the with the flexibility, um, but also allowing you to have time with your with your family and your kids. Uh, yeah, I th- well, we've got a, we've got a pretty good schedule now. But trying to think about career because it's a selfish career
3: yeah.
2: when you're running after around, running after a little. Six and three year olds. Sometimes you, your mind obviously isn't there a hundred percent. Something recently, I've I've gone down on my uh, carpentry days to three days a week to give myself more time, even if it's just to send some emails or just put my energy in that in direction of my what I want to be doing, my my career, my passion. Because the past, well, I've been working solid throughout the pandemic. Doing the carpentry and, and the gardening, but then since having kids, yeah, everything—it it doesn't take a back seat. But you, it—it's a fine line to juggle that. Yeah. Um, but I think we've got a pretty good, it, pretty it, good groove now.
0: It seems like it from the outside, but you know, you never know. And it's a—it's definitely a fear. I know. You know, we're at a, sort of Bobby and I at a point in life sounds like we're a couple in this. <laughs> we are. Bobby and I. are <laughs> Uh, we're we're expecting um like where you know that sort of in in the in the mind let's say and you go okay well what does that look like and how how is that even feasible or possible because on paper you look at it and go well it isn't possible and yet you know people like yourself who Mm. managed to do this like successfully and go oh well you are managing to juggle this
2: thing so every every tiny bit of scrap of advice that i'm like i'm gonna write that down it just it just (laughs) happens um like you just make it work. And as I say, I've got three mates who've got young kids at the minute. Um, And they're kind of just not all over the place, but they're just finding their feet and you just make it work. When, when Kyla, my, my first daughter was born, I was working for a crew company and I just said yes to every single job. Mm-hmm. I was just out all day, all night, just trying to make the money. Yeah. Um But you just, you make it work. And we're in a, a lot more relaxed place now. The first few years are tough um, and I quite admire people who have in, in the relationships who are both uh, actors yeah. and I know some people like take turns, one person does a job and then the other, but trying to make that work schedule wise is, yes,
3: yeah.
2: it's tough and, and you can see why a lot of people in their thirties start dropping off. Yeah, because oh, you want to yeah, priorities
0: yeah. shift, don't they? Big change. Well,
2: have we got any kids on the horizon? No. No. Well, not that we're aware of. (laughs) If they are over there on the horizon, they can stay there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it's interesting, like,
1: you, you kind of, going into this career, you know at some point that is potentially going to become a thing, and then you go well i've spent all this time working on this career to this point how do i then take this forward and yeah. can i continue to carry, to carry on with that job and it's nice to hear that it is a possibility like it's nice to see like you look around and your friends uh, are still performing and they have kids as well and you go okay no it is it is something that is doable it's something that's manageable but it's um, yeah so i think it's a it's a fear
2: it's yeah. definitely a fear of going yeah.
0: And oh God, no! To the kids on the Horizon, because my girlfriend might listen to this. So no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just make it
2: work, and yeah. I know probably part of being a, a performer as well. You just you just improvise. Yeah, it, <laughs> it just happens. It, it might not be just improvise. It might not be orderly or functional, but you just make it work, and that's that's what we, we we're good at. Yeah. I'm in. Pretend you're doing a scene (laughs) with (laughs) Shane
3: Ritchie.
1: Is there anything about uh, health and wellness and fitness that you'd like to see get in the bin?
0: Ooh.
2: Well, probably that that whole aesthetic thing of everyone having to be ripped. Yeah. we were talking about earlier. Love that. Done. That was easy. Get in the bin.
0: Get
1: right in the bin. That's the the tip. The other,
2: I suppose, is do
0: you have any advice to anyone that would be considering entering the industry now? What would you say? Um, Don't is an option.
2: (laughs) Don't. No, I've always, whenever I've done, like, I went to Brit a couple of times and did the chats, like the further education chats. And I don't know if it's just because I feel like I've been, not a rebel, but when people have told me like in secondary school and someone at Brit might have said to me, you're not good enough to go and do that. I'm like, no, I'm going to do that. So don't, I think I'd say to people, which is probably quite clashing because every actor sort of wants to do things that they might not be seen as on the tin um, and play these parts that are not like who they are. But I'd I'd say never let anyone tell you you can't do something mm. because Who are they? they? Probably someone who was told that and then didn't do something. I don't know. (laughs) There's their own reasons for that. Yeah, Yeah, like just do, you do you. you. Yeah, Yeah. And if someone says you can't do something, it just gives me a bit more of a a push to go, yeah, I can can do that, actually. I love
0: it. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Uh, Now, without without changing the expression on your face um, uh, and without telling us if this is true, uh, we're going to guess whether you have lied and ah. if you have, oh, what we think it is, so don't tell us, don't let us know. Um, I think it's my turn to guess first. It is your turn to guess first, yeah. Uh, I think you have lied. And I, I'm i going to say you didn't do a term of ballet. Oh, that was what I was going to say.
3: Oh, that was what I was going <laughs> to
1: say. Um, I'm going to go with you didn't lie. In that case. Oh, oh, the catch-all. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, price is right I always you. I think you should only get a
0: half point for those. <laughs> 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 is that
2: easier? New, new yeah. rule. It is, though, isn't it? it? Is it's a cop-out.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, but, okay, okay. Hit us with it.
2: I didn't lie. Oh. Oh. No lies. I told you, I can't multitask. If I'm just thinking... If I thought... Uh, my train of thoughts on one thing I can't do. I can't do fair, something. fair. We'll give that
0: to Bobby. That was 100% the one that I was going to go for. <laughs> it was the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Um, I think
1: it's because what, you, you said... Does that
2: mean my chat's been really boring? No, at one point... You, no, you, it's, it's been fun. On that, on
1: that one, you were like, oh, I'm just going to backtrack for a second. And I was like, oh, he's backtracking. Okay, this is it. <laughs> we're squeezing in the line now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him, a, give him a bit of time.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's time for a game of this or that. Ooh. So it's going to be one minute on the clock. Stefan is going to give you two options. You've got a quick fire decide okay. which one you want alright three, two,
0: one, go eggs or bacon eggs white bread or brown bread brown the US office or friends US office cardio or resistance training cardio McDonald's or Burger King McDonald's singing or acting singing Miss Honey or Miss Trunchbull Miss Trunch yoga or Pilates <laughs> yoga family guy or Love Island family guy Domino's Pizza or Papa John's Domino's sport or dance sports alcohol or chocolate Chocolate. Matching socks or mismatching socks? Mismatching. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. EastEnders or Endeavor? Endeavor. Game of Thrones or Glee? Game of Thrones. Book or Kindle? Book. Clean shaven or beard? Beard. Personal chef or personal stylist? Personal chef. Guitar or piano? Guitar. Sexy mind or sexy body? Sexy mind. Shower or bath? Bath. Crystal Palace or King George FC? Crystal Palace. Dogs or babies? (laughs) Dogs. Snakes or badgers? Badgers.
2: Theme park or water park? Water park. Running or Walking. Running. Tea or coffee? Tea. Bobby or Stefan? Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone. That was intense. Uh,
1: Anyone? How did we do? Uh, 55 seconds. Very Ooh, well
0: done. Ooh, That was spicy. That was nice. We had some good ones in there as well. <laughs> Crystal Palace or King George FC? I feel like, I thought you might be persuaded away from Palace for a moment.
2: Well, I mean, I just heard Palace and I'm okay. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> got a
0: straight for Palace. I mean, you're a massive Palace fan, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been since the, before the pandemic, anyway. but... Still, yeah, Eagles, always get written off. King George F.C. is the pub club. Is the pub club, club that from, that uh, uh, for, yes. Right? yes, yeah, sing your heart out for the lads. Yes.
0: Uh, in the sh- in t- show, it's real, it's real. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, for guys. This, thank you. Pleasure. pleasure. And thank you at home or wherever you might be for listening.
1: Yeah, and if you've enjoyed this episode, click those like and subscribe buttons. Uh, find us on Instagram at fit2 underscore talk. As always any questions you want answered slip slide into those DMs I will be sat there doing some stage combat with Ooh. myself
0: oh. <laughs> oh that sounds sounds really weird well, I'm not now a, that I say that out loud well we're sticking with it thanks yeah. again for listening to that weirdness and <laughs> if you liked it we have been fit to talk with our guest Rob Compton <laughs> me Stefan and me Bobby and if you didn't like it we've
1: been Joe Wicks peace out <music>